Hey, 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 it's Allie Schley. I'm so glad that you popped in today. I hope that you hear the background that I hear. So I am in Arizona um, and the animals, the creatures, the birds, they're just making different noises. It's kind of lit. There is also music on, which I'm not sure if you hear. Um, but this is why I love travel. I'm such a proponent of travel because you go and you learn and you see, right? So many different things. If you've listened to me for a hot minute, you know I'm about manifesting and I'm manifesting coming to Arizona. Dude, it could be tomorrow, which would make my life so incredible, or it may be three years. I don't know, but like I'm working towards that. And manifesting is about envisioning what you want, but then taking action. So I'm envisioning, right? I come here and then I take pictures and I have them up at work. And so I see myself in the mountains. I see myself with the sun beating down. I'm sitting out at the pool right now. To be honest, I'm very sick right now, which is not fun. I came to town because my son needed surgery and I'm so blessed that I'm able to be here. I just praying that I did not get him sick. So I'm hoping that vitamin D out here is going to help me. I really don't know, but you know, it's too nice to sit in my hotel right now till I see him. So here I am. Um, I mean, looking at cacti, like all the things that is manifesting, but then I'm taking action. I go to my day job and earn my salary and put some into savings, right? I have an extra um, side business, a health and wellness <clears throat> that's earning me money. So I put that in savings. Like there's different things you can do when you manifest. You can dream it, but you also have to take action. So that's why the surroundings, the background noises are different here. It's pretty cool. But what I want to talk to you about today is I should. And I feel badly when I can't um, source the source. I'm pretty sure it was Brendan Burchard whom I listened to or the Mindset Mentor. Now I feel badly. I'm going to try to put it in the um, show notes, which one, because he did a great um podcast about I should and so some of you might ask like why am I telling you about a podcast that I listen to like that's kind of copying but it's really not in life and I've mentioned this before you should invest learn and tell so I invested my time um, I'm investing money today tonight on a convention um, I'm investing time by, you know, being away from my family, investing time, listening in my car, whatever it is, then you invest, I'm sorry, then you learn, right? What are you learning from these presenters? And then it truly is our purpose on this planet, in my opinion, to share what we learn. So then you're going to tell. Uh, Ray Higdon actually came up with that saying, I-L-T, invest, learn, tell. So I invested time in those podcasts while I was getting ready. I learned and now I'm telling because you might not be able to listen to all of them or, you know, different people present things differently. I honestly don't know how long this podcast is going to be because I can tell that my voice and my breathing is really labored today. And so I apologize. I already started once and had to stop because I coughed in the middle. So please do bear with me. Um, but I want to talk to you about I should. There's so many things in life that we should do, right? Um, when we're little, we're told we should dress a certain way. We should eat certain things. We should go to school. 
we should study this. Maybe even um, our parents say we should take this instrument or play this sport. So for me, I really <clears throat> tried to make it a priority, both my husband and I, that we exposed our children to thing, but we didn't make them do things. So for example, um, the neighbor it plays the, the piano at the church. He has like forever. And so they had um, an extra, I don't really know much about pianos. I'm going to say it was a baby grand. So I know that thing was like thousands, right? But they upgraded. So instead of just donating it or throwing it away, he gave it to us, which was a gift. I played the piano when I was little. I don't really <laughs> remember much. But so I encouraged my kids to give it a try. And they tried. It just was not their thing. I, I think looking back, they were too little to sit and do the practice. And it was frustrating. And so then they got frustrated. And it was kind of the cycle. It didn't last long. Did I push them, you know, to keep going? No, I suggested that they do it. I'm sorry, I have to take a drink, so sing a song for a second. Thank you. Um, and, you know, I encouraged them to try, but that was it. I wasn't going to make them. I just think when you make someone do something, they're going to want to do it less. We had the um, piano there, so even after they stopped, they had the opportunity to just kind of monkey around on their own and see, you know, sometimes maybe you can figure it out <clears throat> on your own, which they didn't. And that's okay. Um, my kids, my son played sports and he loved them actually. But when it was time to be done, it was time to be done. He unfortunately got really bullied. Um, he got bullied actually right off the baseball team. Kids were horrible. I, I can't even go into what they said to him. It was horrid. Um, and I should have done more, but I didn't really want to be um, <clears throat> that mom that was always, you know, in his business because that would have probably got him more bullying, but it was really sad. But, you know, he played and when he played, he loved it and he wasn't the best, but that kid is smart. Like he could be a coach because he always understood the game where a lot of kids could hit the ball but they didn't understand like oh I should do that play or that play so we gave him those opportunities right my daughter was really good at the baritone well there's a lot of crazy birds coming at me um he was really she was really good I'm sorry at the baritone but marching band oh that was a hot mess it was shocking she got bullied in there too I'm telling you my kids got a lot of bullying High school kids are mean, bro. And our band director was off the chain whack. Like, he's gone. But he had the kids in 95-degree heat, like, almost passing out to the point we heard rumors that his mom brought um, ice cream sandwiches for the kids because she thought he was working them too hard. Hmm, that's interesting. So whatever it is, right, we encouraged our kids, but we didn't make them. I don't want to be the mom that, like, you should do this. I wanted kids to try things and do what they want. I know I was raised that I should go to an Ivy League school, right? Everybody where I went, went to an Ivy League school. And I don't know if I didn't think I was good enough or part of it, I just, I didn't want to be with all those people, right? Like I'm very smart, I have a master's, but I didn't want that extra, extra. I wanted to be a teacher and I wanted to go to a good school of education, which actually at the time, University of Wisconsin-Madison, thank you, go Badgers, was the number one education school in the country. Side note, I had no idea that it was a party school and my mom said something to me at one point and she's like, I can't let you go there, it's a party school. 
kind of funny I didn't party and I had no clue now I partied once I got to Madison she was right <laughs> but I didn't know so um, you know I even wrote an article for our school paper like why should everybody go to Ivy League school like everybody was asking like what Ivy League school are you going to how about what are you gonna do after graduation I have a friend in Wisconsin and her son graduated and he um, was thinking about going to be a firefighter he didn't he now works in his dad's company but everybody was like oh what school are you going to what college are you going to and he felt really like hurt because nobody was saying like what are your plans or what do you want to do it was just automatic and I know I'm guilty of that right like as a teacher I really value education and so I'm very quick to be like oh where are you going after school like what college are you going to and I'm really working on changing that as well because nobody should tell you what you should do right like we can give you suggestions and ideas but what do you want to do you have to think about what your life wants to be because whomever it is that's telling you what you should do they're not with you all the time even a parent right they might think, oh, you know, you should be a doctor, you should be a lawyer. There's a time that you no longer live in their home. There's a time that you're struggling through med school. There's a time when you are working insane hours as a lawyer and you hate it. And they're not there for you to be like, bro, this stinks. Or maybe they're correct, but you need to come to that conclusion. Gotta take a water break. So it really needs to be what you want to do. Also, sometimes um, people think about what you should dress like, right? Like when I was growing up, I lived in a suburb where everybody and their brother had fancy um, designer clothes. I did not. I couldn't have cared less. I I'm trying to think like would my parents have bought the designer clothes I think my dad probably not so much but maybe my mom I know I worked in high school so I bought my clothes as well even though we had money and I looking back I liked that um but I remember one of my friends Karen like making this big thing there was like a limited sweater like I can remember this right like this limited sweater and she found a knockoff and she like was telling everybody on purpose like I'm wearing the knockoff like her family had money too but it was the fact that you don't have to do something, right? Like you should go buy that shirt because everyone else, or like, I know I didn't own guest jeans because my booty was too big for guest jeans. And I know there was a time when I felt bad because I should have been like they are, right? Like I should have worn guest jeans, but looking back, I'm glad I didn't. Like I could afford me some guest jeans now and my booty's small enough now, but like I'm 52, so why would I want guest jeans? But it's really like, the pressures that other people put on us is kind of redonkulous, right? And I am so guilty of listening to what other people have said, um, you know, what, what people, like my parents, they thought I should not have moved away. My college, um, so my graduate school advisor actually tried to discourage me from coming back to Wisconsin to be with my boyfriend, who's now my husband, um, his dad was dying. I wanted to do my student teaching back in Wisconsin. And she was like, oh, you should never follow um, a man and blah, blah, blah. Okay, maybe she's right. You shouldn't follow a man. But I also had my own reasons. Like, I really admired um, Bill's dad, and I wanted to be there for his dad. Ironically, Bill and I broke up for a hot minute, and I still was there for his dad. Like, I still went 
to the hospital because that man was a wonderful person. So I know I'm kind of talking in circles and I'm hoping this makes sense because when you're sick, not a lot of things make sense. But I want you to do what's right for you, not what you should do. Um, I know that I'm so ready to retire and I know someday a principal, a supervisor might hear this and I might get fired. And you know what? Then That's my destiny. My destiny. Nope, can't even think of the right tune. But um, I hope not, right? I love, love, love my students. So if you're a parent of any of my students, I love them. I do my best every day when I'm at school. I do my best on my paperwork. I do my best being a team player. But I'm ready to be done. And it's so interesting because people like Bill's aunt, she's a child psychologist, and for years she's like, oh my gosh, you can't retire. You're such an amazing deaf ed teacher. You should always do that. You know, the kids would lose out. And so I kind of fell into that. And so I look back and I'm like, maybe 10 years ago, I could have started a new career had I not listened to people who are like, oh my gosh, you can't stop. You're amazing and you get such good money and blah, 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 blah. And oh my gosh, why would you move to Arizona? You should totally stay in the Midwest. Like whatever you want, like it's good to get people's advice and opinions and thoughts because we are human and we crave other people, right? Like that is a reality. I don't know about you, but I crave other people. I like um, people's opinions and thoughts and I'm very communal where I know my husband is more of an, not an introvert isn't the right word, but he can be like out in the party and talking to everyone, but he also would be totally fine alone. I don't do totally alone. Like this week has been great seeing my son coming back alone, seeing my son coming back alone. I'm not going to lie. Like some peace and quiet has been great, especially because I don't feel well, but I do like other people's opinions and thoughts as long as they're not you should. So I challenge you this week. What do you want to do? What sets your heart on fire? And I've heard this before and I may have mentioned it. And it sounds kind of cliche, but it's so true. If money were not an issue, what would you be doing? If money were not an issue, my butt would be at this pool every single day. I would be looking at the mountains of Arizona and searching for little gecko lizards. Like that's my dream. What would I do for work? Well, I know that one thing this wouldn't pay me is I am planning to get a van or some kind of a bus and I'm filling it with donated books and I'm giving them away to kids. Whether they have money or not, it breaks my heart that there are kids who do not own a single book. Like, listen to that again. There are a lot of kids whom I teach that don't own a book in their home. Come on, bro. There are dollar books at Scholastic Fairs. Everybody deserves a book. Um, For money, like, I want to work at a children's hospital and be the greeter. Because when I go to the doctor's office, like, I had to have a heart test the other day. I wasn't worried. And then when I got there, I got a little bit of worry. Like, people who calm you down when you come to the hospitals, that's really... It's a great place. It's a great feeling. So I want to be that for someone. All right. I got to stop. Thanks for listening. Just remember, it's not what you should do or shouldn't do. It's what you want to do and what fills your soul. As always, find three friends that you think would need this because our purpose is to share joy and love with other people and positivity and tag me and go slay the day. thanks so much for listening to this episode of Schley the Day. I hope that it resonated with you and if it did 
it would mean so much to me if you would connect. Look in the show notes and you can connect on Facebook, on Instagram, I'm even over on the Talkity Tick. I would love to hear from the people who take time and enjoy my podcast and I would love it so much if you share it with others. Let me know if you want to be interviewed and be a part of this. I'm always looking for guests, somebody who's positive, who wants to help others change their lives. I also am always open to hearing what you want more information about, what's touched you, what hasn't touched you. And if I ever upset anyone, I definitely would like to hear because my mission is to help others. And my big mission is to help others' inner child come out. So let me know what topics you want to hear about and I would love to share. I have been doing this now for over a year and it has brought me so many blessings and I hope that it has blessed you in return. So go ahead and slay the day. Hey there, welcome to Schley the Day. It's your host, Allie Schley, and I'm so glad you stumbled across this podcast. I'm a teacher, an author, a manifester, a business owner, someone who loves life and loves teaching others how to love life. My passion and mission is for your inner child to be heard, for you to realize that you are loved, you are worthy, and that you deserve everything and then some. There's an abundance of goodness and money and wealth and happiness around us. You just need to look harder for it. And it all starts with looking from inside. So if you sit back for a little bit, listen in, I'll share some tips and tricks that can help you manifest your best life. And in theory, slay the day. So go ahead, get comfy, and let's enjoy this time together. have kids or know any kids who love to read reading is such a gift in my opinion and I have the greatest recommendation there's a book series out there called forever friends it's about a deaf dog named Dexter nobody wants to adopt him because he's deaf and what do you know there's a deaf boy named Matt nobody really wants to be friends with him because they don't understand his deafness because of the magic of literature they find each other and they go on amazing journeys If you want information about the Forever Friends journey and book series, hit me up at Allie underscore Schley underscore or find me on Facebook at Allison Brooks Schley. Hey 